So from there, when you decided to become a traveler, did, did you also have a mind shift then, becoming a traveler, like just being able yeah. to? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I was exposed to so much. I, I realized how much, how much people, ha how little people have out in some of these places around the world, but yet how grateful, for they, are, grateful they are, even though they lack. Mm. And how, how limited certain resources are in certain p in places, but people still make things happen and still create success, even with, you know, little resources. That's, that's so big facts. I realize I can't make excuses because right. I have every resource in the world here. So if they're doing everything that they can do without, with the lack thereof, who am I to complain and, and, and make excuses about not going after what I feel like I deserve? Look, I'm talking to you all every single episode about how to be able to create a six-figure digital empire. And some of y'all haven't taken action yet. Y'all just, for some reason, life haven't slapped you in the face yet where it's like, yo, I'm tired of being at the place that I'm in right now. I'm tired of working my nine to five. I want to create a business. I want to become an entrepreneur. I'm tired of working for someone else when they don't even care about me. Look, I have something for you. I was working a nine to five, literally not even a year ago, or at, actually it's been, it's going to be a year this year that I have been able to leave my nine to five to be able to come to you guys and show you how I was able to leave working at Papado, 101 Steak, Ruth Chris, all hospitality places, y'all, to now being able to break 100K months. Literally, this is what happened. Let me tell you. I was able to break 100K months in six months, to be more exact. And I'm going to show you exactly how I was able to do it and how exactly I was able to do it from working a job, creating multiple four to five figures while working my nine to five to then leaving my nine to five to then scaling my business. Y'all, I'm going to show you how to fund your business with not without using your own money. There's so many things in this book that I could be charging tens of thousands of dollars. And I'm going to share with you how exactly I did it in t with, with pennies of the dollar. It costs $10, y'all. Worst case scenarios, you learn something more and profit off of it. Okay? So look, click the link, thedigitalempireebook.com. Get the ebook, y'all. You literally... Just get the ebook. What's going on, family? It's your boy, Charles Slayer here. Welcome to the Digital Empire Podcast, where you know we talk about everything digital investments and entrepreneurship. And you already know I have a special guest. This man, you see him everywhere on every platform. I don't even know what platform he hasn't touched yet. And I want to go ahead and introduce my man, my boy, Kimoy. What's poppin', my guy? Hey, life is up, my brother. How you feeling? I'm doing amazing, brother. Doing amazing. So, my man, I want to start from the top. And I really want to get, get right into the to the meat and the potatoes. What what drove you? Like starting before Airbnb, what made you get into Airbnb? Yeah, man, it was a really interesting time in my life. And just as an entrepreneur, um, you know, I had quit my job back in 2013. I was building several different businesses. Um, one business primarily was in the, within the network marketing space and had mm. a great amount of success within network marketing. Built an organization of a little over 800 people. Um, created a really great residual income, had the whole car bonus. <laughs> oh uh, man, those were the lives right yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Had a nice little paid for Maserati. You still got it? Nah, I sold it. Dang. And uh, was, I mean, I made out, you know, <laughs> made out. But um, yeah, man, I, I truly, 
appreciate my time in network marketing. It really helped me as an individual. It allowed me to help other people. Um, but unfortunately, I experienced a certain challenge within the business that was outside mm. my control. Right. And I was so used to having this lifestyle and freedom, and there was really no going back to working a job. And I was like, man, I need something that can create me some passive income. And I had a friend that was doing it. And I saw her do it in a way where it didn't seem like hard. And I also understood you could do this without owning property. Right, right. Didn't have to take a lot of capital. So I was like, man, if my friend could do it, I could do it too. And I just right. kind of became a fly on the wall and I, I tapped in and then just, you know, went out there and do it, started doing it myself. That's lit. That's lit. So your friend was out here doing it. You got into your first Airbnb. Like what goes into building Airbnb? Like what's the whole process of the mm -hmm. Airbnb? For sure, man. When it comes to, you know, the short term rental industry, because Airbnb is just a popular platform or, or brand under the short term rental umbrella. Right. Mm -hmm. And you could own a property. Right. Whether it's a house, condo. Uh, you, I mean, I've seen people rent out RVs, mobile homes, you know, cabins, tree houses. Oh, they're creative. Uh, oh, yeah. You get, if you can sleep in, you can put on Airbnb almost. Um, you can also be a co-host, mm -hmm. right? You can partner with somebody that owns a property and just pretty much run it for them. And then you can also do rental arbitrage, right? Where instead of buying a property, you rent slash lease a property and you turn around and, and utilize it for your Airbnb business and put it on those sites like Airbnb. Interesting, interesting. So how is it, so if for someone that's not involved in Airbnb or just gets started in Airbnb and they're struggling, they wanna travel like you do, be able to do these things, how do they automate that side of the business? Um, they gotta have a team. They gotta have a team, gotta have a system. Because uh, the thing is, man, if you don't have the, the right people in place, and if you don't have a system, you're gonna, it's gonna be like a job. So mm. you definitely wanna have a cleaner, you definitely wanna have a handyman, uh, self-checking system. Uh, you can have some type of property manager or even a virtual assistant, run your communications. So like, I, me personally, I have people that talk to my guests 24 seven, 365, uh, well 364, right? They, <laughs> last year they had one day off. But uh, I guess no, it's not slavery. They wanna do it, they mm. enjoy it. And um, the system and the team, man, that's, that's what allows you to really make it passive. So you said something important, and as a person who owns VAs, it, it's, mine doesn't, my people don't run 24-7. Yeah, right? it's not typical. It's not a regular, yeah. <laughs> that's not a regular thing. So how exactly are you having the people run 24-7 like that? You know, the beautiful thing is it's, it's, it's like a, they're a family. Right, so it's like a husband and a wife, and then I think they also have like a nephew or a cousin or whatever. It's like it's like three or four of them, and they uh, they they just pretty much they rotate the times, so they're able to uh. essentially between all of them, they're able to pretty much run it twenty four seven. So like they're taking shifts. They're taking shifts. And Interesting. I don't necessarily. I'm not. I pay them as like one entity though. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not like paying per person. I'm paying for the entity. They, that's, that's that came important. as a package deal. It's just I was looking for a VA, and I, you know, I'm fortunate enough to come across them, and you know, they were a family deal. You know, what I'm wow, saying? that's crazy. I kind of told them what I was looking for, and that, you know, that's why it's so important to communicate and just kind of set the intention on what exactly you're looking for. I knew that I didn't want just a, a nine to five VA, right? Like mm -hmm. I have VAs that that work set hours, right? But when it came to Airbnb, I knew for that I need people that worked around the clock because people reach out. Um, 6 a.m., 6 p.m., 3 in the morning, 3 p.m. People reach out around the clock. 
So I don't want to feel like, oh, because I have VAs working from nine to five, and then after five, yeah. I gotta. <laughs> you gotta respond now. I, that I just I didn't want that. I knew I needed around the clock. So. That's dope. I didn't even think about that. Like, so you you hinted at the fact that that's only with Airbnb where you have VAs. So no. that, so so mm -hmm. let's talk about the marketing side real quick. Yeah. How does the VAs work on the marketing side of your business? For sure. Um, so I'm heavily into Instagram marketing and marketing in general. I get brand deals and <laughs> collaborations with different brands and things of that nature and companies. Um, sometimes they'll help me with the outreach of these different businesses to see about doing a, a brand collaboration or brand deal. You know, they'll send out emails and respond to emails, keep me up to date and organized. And even when it comes to like content, like posting overnight, you know, oh, Instagram, yeah, like, facts. they just kind of help me with certain things like that to kind of keep the, the oil machine going. Interesting. So touch, continuing on that Instagram marketing side, you're huge on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like you're more out there than most people are in the social media, like on all across all platforms. We're just talking about Instagram right now. Yeah. Like last week, one of my friends reposted you. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, that's no boy. Okay, he out here in these streets. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, what are some ways that you're actually promoting yourself on Instagram? Um, content. Content, 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 content is king. If they don't know you, they can't flow you. So I'm very intentional about my content, the type of content, and salt valuetainment, right? So it's like, I'm putting out information that's valuable, but yet entertaining. Mm. And I'm doing it in a way where it's like, it just, it keeps them engaged. So yet I, I educate them and inform crazy. them, you know? So it's like, they share it. I create shareable content. Mm. So if I don't know you, you're gonna share it because you feel like it's cool. And then guess what? Someone else is gonna see it that doesn't know me. So it's like, I just, I track, I bring them in. <laughs> so how do you, how do you have a healthy balance between that valuetainment? Yeah, man. So it's just, that's a good question. So number one, I, I look at valuetainment, right? I look okay. at other people's entertaining content okay. and I kind of, I kind of see like, all right, this is what people like, what people don't like, this is what people share a lot, people like a lot. And I kind of see what's going on in terms of how people treat the algorithm. I say, okay, cool. Let me duplicate that to a sense, but yet put my twist on it with what mm. I have to offer. And from there, it's like I kind of can formulate just what, what people like. Because I feel like after a while, you'll start to realize it'll become predictable. Right, right, You'll start right, to realize right, right. people are predictable, you know? Yeah, facts. Yeah. I've, I've definitely peeped that from my content, like, in the past. I'm like, oh, I see that I've done this over and over and over again. Now mm -hmm. it's not getting the same traction that it used mm -hmm. to. So I have to switch it up. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's like working out, you know how you hit a plateau with working out, so you gotta switch up the way you're working yeah. out because your body's used to it. Like that's how I, that's, that's how I view, yeah. you know, Instagram. So that's crazy. So when you're putting out content, how do you know when to pivot? Um, when you say pivot, like what do you mean? Like pivot as in, how do you know when it becomes predictable? So it's like one of those things where I'm, I'm very big on patterns. So like if I see something's working, I'm like, okay, cool. People really like that. And I'm looking at the insights. I'm looking at the likes, the shares. Mm. I'm looking at how many people followed me because of this post. And I'm like, all right, let me post something similar. similar. And I'm like, okay, cool. Strong engagement, same thing. Shares, likes, follows. All right, I got something here. Mm. Let, me, let me do something similar. You don't got to reinvent the wheel. If you see something's working, keep doing it over and over and over. Mm. So do you take that same... Uh, 
mythology into Airbnb? Absolutely. So like, does your Airbnbs like have similarities? Some of them, some of them have similar decor. Mm. Um, some of them have a similar setup in terms of, yeah. Yeah, maybe the types of beds or the amount of beds, yeah. So do you put themes in your Airbnbs? Um, sometimes. Interesting. Sometimes, yeah. I've seen that's like a huge trend now in Airbnbs. Like, yeah. Theme yeah. rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's cool. You just gotta be mindful when you do it, right? Because sometimes people go overboard and it's like, it's, it's, it's actually, it's like they, they make it so specific and so unique that they, they only a certain type of person will book it. Oh, yeah. so too niched. What's going on, family? You guys already know I appreciate you for checking out this episode. So you guys know that I've been trading and building high-level skill sets for years now. You see me on my Forex journey, my stock investment journey, my portfolio journey, a day in the life of everything. And so what I wanna do is I wanna give back to you. I wanna make sure that you all learn everything that's in my brain. So what I have done is specifically in regards to skill sets is I've created a course, uh, like a whole, course like this is the best thing that i've ever come out with since sliced bread <laughs> right it's a forex course on how exactly to build wealth create high level skill sets and i want to teach it to you i want to give back it's not even like it's super affordable like you could like your daughter could do it yes a five-year-old could do it and that's what i want to help you guys do i want to give back to you so if you want to learn exactly how to build high level skill sets i want you to click this link right here this link is going to break down everything for you and literally change your whole life. So go check it out. Check out the trade syndicate. Check out the way that we do things. Check out the chart slayer. Check out your boy. All right. See you on the next one. Got you, but got if you, you do it the right way, it could be very attractive and it could be very, very lucrative. Okay. So how many units do you have or Airbnb? We would call it units still, right? Yeah. How yeah. many do you have currently right now? Currently 15. 15. Mm. Mm -hmm. Couple units. Couple units. <laughs> You always yeah, decent, you know, a couple units, you know, nothing crazy. <laughs> so if you have, you have, you know, 15 units, if you could give an example of each unit on how, I know it ranges depending on the unit, depending on if it's a loft or a penthouse or like, if it's an average unit, is there a certain range of cash flow that you can make per month? So I feel like just to be um, conservative all across the board, maybe like a one bedroom, I would say you could, you could do about, you know, conservatively, not necessarily a theme, just, you know, mm -hmm. nationwide. I'll say you can do like 1,500, 2,000. Per unit? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So 1,500, 2,000 per unit, of course, depending on location and other factors and variables. So if a person came in with, came in, got one unit mm -hmm. and said, you know what, I want to scale this. What's the process of scaling an Airbnb business? Do you just duplicate the same process? Um, if somebody wants to come in and duplicate the same thing? Yes. Yeah, for sure. But they have to pay attention to everything. So don't just, you know, you know when somebody has like a, a cake recipe? Right. Like don't just put the flour, the, the water. They put all these ingredients and say, you know what, let me leave out the sugar. And if you put mm. all the ingredients in and leave out sugar, what's going to happen? Yeah, it's not going to be the same but thing. But you put 99% of the ingredients. That's the key ingredient, though. <laughs> Sometimes people do just everything but that one thing or those couple of things because so they feel like, oh, I'm going to do most things. But we need, we need the sugar, though. We need the sugar. Actually, yeah, need that makes the entire thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. There are certain things in business that you got to... You got to sprinkle in. Yeah. Okay, so 
going going into the Airbnb. So you're coming from okay, your friend put you on game, or you saw her do it, and that made you do it. Like, how does do you feel like that was a form of mentorship, or was it more of like, oh, we were both doing this at the same time? It was a form of example. It was a form of possibility. Mm. Okay. So okay. So if you saw someone else do it, then you thought I could do it as well. Mm-hmm. So how, do you do you relate that as well into your content? Everything. Okay, so how does it, how do you relate someone as a new entrepreneur looking at you mm-hmm. on your content, seeing you do Airbnb, mm-hmm. like how would you, what tip would you give them when it comes to, hey, I wanna be in that lifestyle, I wanna yeah. live that dream, I wanna travel. Yeah. Like how does, how do you, how do you relate to yeah. that? Hey, do you, what see, tip would you give them? You know, look what I do, pay attention to it, you know, look for patterns. See what, see what you gravitate towards, but at the end of the day, make it authentic to you. You know, be you at the end of the day, but there's nothing wrong with duplicating certain strategies and certain just things that people do that's working, not at all. And of course, the most important, it's the mindset of what I do. Mm. That's the most important, the actual thing that I do is the mindset. Expound on Ask that. Ask my mindset, that ask me what I think, ask me why I do things. You mm. know, and you'll understand more about the actual thing that I'm doing or how I'm posting. Okay. That's lit. So you, the mindset, let's talk about that for a moment because that's the most important part. Mm-hmm. What exactly do you do? What, when did it shift? That's a better question. When did your mindset shift? Because everybody came in as a scarcity mindset before they have an abundance mindset. So what made you have that epiphany bridge to be like, you know what? This is, now I got something. Now my mindset is shifting. Like when was that? Do you remember that point in your, in your life when that happened? Um, when did I have, I, I feel like I've had several mindset shifts mm. from like right before I came an entrepreneur, like a few years ago, this year, it's like I'm constantly having shifts. Mm. Um, but I think the most important thing, what, what's the catalyst for these shifts is, is for never ending growth, constantly investing myself, constantly learning, constantly being a student. And it's like, some things may not necessarily shift right away, but it's because I keep growing and I keep learning. So mm. when I do have those shifts, I have the compound effect of the information and the, and the education I've just been submerging myself with. That's crazy. Okay, so that, I mean, you can't, you said it best. I can't really say anything more than that. <laughs> but like what, let's, let's get into the traveling real quick. I don't think people, like you travel a lot, mm-hmm. right? What made you decide to be like, let's go to f- pretty much 50, like what's your goal and how many countries do you want to go to first? So I don't know the exact number. Um, right now I'm about 54 countries in. Um, I want to do 100 countries because it sounds good. <laughs> but honestly, I it's just- It's not even about- just uh, <laughs> But really, I just, I, I love traveling, man. I love experiencing new places, discovering new, new cultures, newfound thoughts seeing things I've never seen before, discovering this, this, this God created world. And it's like, yo, like he created a whole world. Um, I, I want to see a lot of it. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to get to the end of my life and be like, man, I only seen 5% or 2% of this world. Like I want to see yeah, like, in your you lifetime. Know, yeah. I want to see a lot of it. Like what's what God cooked up. I want to see what's right. good. You know, like, <laughs> so what, what, what tip would you have for someone that's traveling? Like you travel often, right? Like what, what tip would you have for someone who wants to be like you're the definition of a digital nomad. You've heard of that term, right? Mm-hmm. So like what tip would you give someone to travel in that regard? Um, however you want to travel, do it. 
Uh, some people, they feel like they have to give up to travel, like give up money or give up certain goals to travel. Me personally, I want to travel and, and achieve all my goals. Me personally, I want to travel and build wealth. Mm. Me personally, I want to travel and create, and create and build a legacy, right? So before I was thinking about, damn, I want to travel, but I want to make money. Should I be a flight attendant? Nothing wrong with being a flight attendant, mm -hmm. but I want to build wealth. Right. I, can't be a, I couldn't be a flight attendant. Not to say that you can't build wealth while being a flight attendant, but it would have been the wrong reasons for me wanting to be a flight attendant. Right, right, right. It's still the mindset and how you were viewing it in that Absolutely. perspective. Okay. So from there, when you decided to become a traveler, did, did you also have a mind shift then, becoming a traveler, like just being able yeah. to? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I was exposed to so much. I've, I've realized how much how much people, ha how little people have out in some of these places around the world, but yet how grateful for they are, grateful they are, even though they lack. Mm. And how, how limited certain resources are in certain p in places, but people still make things happen and still create success, even with, you know, little resources. That's, fa so that's big facts. I realize I can't make excuses because right. I have every resource in the world here. So if they're doing everything that they can do without with the lack thereof, who am I to complain and, and, and make excuses about not going after what I feel like I deserve? Yeah, deserving it, that. Deserve is the, was probably the biggest word that you said there. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people think they're not worth it mm -hmm. and they don't deserve it. So before we close out, I wanna, I wanna ask you two questions. One, how off, how, let's kinda like, where, what next location are you traveling to? Um, not, not sure, man. I know, I know, uh, I'm planning on going somewhere next week. Next I just week? don't know. I just don't know yet. Bro, how often do you travel? Maybe two, three times a week. I mean, a month, a month. I was about to say, yeah, bro, but how about, are you even about, here about, right now? About two, three times a month. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Two, three times a month. At, right. at least like one new place a month. I'm, I'm averaging. Oh yeah. Maybe once to three. Once to three. Okay. Got you. So, all right. So. Next week, we going somewhere. That's great. Yeah. Second question is, for any new entrepreneur that's coming here, that's viewing this, that's looking at, man, I see Kimo, he's traveling, he's doing amazing things, and they want to start an Airbnb business, how can they contact you? Oh, Instagram. Absolutely on Instagram, right? You can find me on Instagram, Kimoy, K-E-M-O-Y, underscore, Martin, M-A-R-T-I-N. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube, right? If you type in Kamoy Martin, I'll pop up. TikTok, quite similar. Kamoy Martin, I'll pull up. Pop up and pull up. Right? <laughs> and, um, but yeah, you know, I'm pretty easy to find. and You can tap in with me. Consistency is important, even with the words. Facts. It's crazy. Hey, my name is pretty unique, so it's like I might as well use it. <laughs> That's lit. My man, I appreciate you for hopping on the podcast. I appreciate you, man. We I definitely got to pop. Yeah, man. Yeah. Look, look, Less we got people. to set it for sure. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? What we want to do is the next 12 months, we want to see where you are from today, right? You're doing big things now. Now, in the next 12 months, we want to have you back on and see what mindset shift you have already had. Damn, I'm excited about you that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I'm, I'm excited about that as well. I appreciate you, my brother. Appreciate you, brother. Awesome. My man. Hey, family. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. I really, really do appreciate it. So I get this question a lot of, hey, how do you get your family on board on everything that you're doing? Your family's everywhere. You're traveling everywhere. This brand of family is huge. And so I want to teach you guys how to create a family business and build a true legacy for your family. And in order to do so, if you want to learn exactly how I do that, I want you to check out socialcurrencies.net slash family 
actually book a call, see exactly how we can assist you in creating wealth for your entire family and breaking that generational curse. We are strongly against generational curses and we wanna break generational poverty and build generational wealth. And not just wealth, but true wealth. And so I wanna help you guys. Go ahead, tap in. Again, the site is socialcurrencies.net slash family. And I will see you on the flip side.